What's up, folks? Welcome to the very first official real episode of For Fox Sake After Hours, uh, the official podcast of For Fox Sake Off-Road and Metalworks. We're going to sit down each week, chat about the week, and see how everything's going, um, have a couple frosty beverages, see all the cool stuff we've been working on, and kind of go from there. So let's start this week off by just talking a little bit. Uh, first, we've got Cody sitting here, our MC extraordinaire. What's up? I'm here. Cody has been around the shop and helping out, but we'll get into all that. His biggest purpose is to make sure I don't go, go completely off the rails. Yes. That's I'm, a real task. You're welcome for saving your lives. <laughs> yeah, that's going to everyone thank Cody. Otherwise, you wouldn't even want to listen to it. No, no. It would, <laughs> it, it, it would be seven hours long. Yeah. And it would be him complaining about how his Jeep is always broken. Or my back hurts. <laughs> There's that too. Because I'm pretty much an old man. Right, right, right. There's that too. So also, uh, as I walked into this room, I got handed this business card. Yes. Okay. Very important associate here at For Fox Sake Off-Road Metalworks. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So we have uh, Nolan. Yo. What's up? So... On your business card, Nolan, here, this says you're the director of all things awesome and ruler of Cincinnati Chili. Do you have any questions about that? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I have a lot of questions about that. So, first of all, who are you? I am Nolan Fellmerth. I am the son of Sean, and Sean is the president of Roxanne Cue presidential you, music. Why did you just use air quotes? Bum, bum, President? Ba -dum, bum, ba -dum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Nolan's my boy. You know, he's here. He gets drug along everything. He's been chasing around everything for I, I don't even know how long. You've been working on Jeeps with me since you were still pooping your pants, but that was just this morning, but we're not really talking about any of that stuff. Oh, we're still going. So. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This poop pants this morning? Nolan, what did you do? <laughs> Um, don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. You're still four years old, right? Four. You I haven't lost track of time or anything. No, I'm turning 12 in three months. I don't Jeez. think that's accurate. We're going to need to see. We're going to get accounting in here and double check what's going on. Jeez. <laughs> I need a president Jeez. ballot. Oh gosh. Okay. So Sean. Yes, sir. For Fox sake, off-road and metalworks. That's us. How'd you come up with the name? Well, my last name is Fox. So oh. uh, I actually saw on, I don't remember if it was Amazon or somewhere, a little coffee mug that said for Fox sake. Nolan's actually drinking out of one right now. Ooh, that's a fine coffee mug. Thought it there. was absolutely hilarious for Fox sake. So I had some <laughs> coffee mugs funny. and some other stuff. So I wish I could take credit for coming up with the name. And I, I didn't entirely, but adding a little bit of off-road metalworks at the end. That's, you know, when I started the business, I thought it was funny and catchy. And, yep. you know, my last name is Fox, so I can't really do Fox off road because I'm sure that Fox shocks has way more money than I do and could Yikes. absolutely sue me into oblivion, but yeah, they're nice folks. I don't think they would do that, but I wanted something that would stick out. There's like 10 different Fox somethings when it comes to motorsports. So just something that would stick out and be silly. Right. Right. So, uh, off roading, right. That's a, that's a, been a big part of your life. Yeah. Okay. So what, uh, what got you into that? Well, I like tearing stuff up, it turns out. I like... Yeah, I like tearing up. So we're going to use gratuitous amounts of the sensor button, especially since Nolan's with us on this episode. So uh, he has never heard a dirty word in his life. He's worked with me on Jeeps, and it's never once been, hey, Nolan, can you hand me that stupid... 
since everyone knows that Jeeps are nice and easy, they never have any problems and always goes back together. Always. Exactly on budget and on schedule every single time. So. Every freaking time. Yeah, absolutely. They can't all be Toyotas, buddy. Yeah, well, you know, some of them have to run. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so the metalwork side of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. That's, you know, off-road is fun. That's kind of where we got started and, you know, how I turned it into a business. But the fabrication, the metalworks, wanting to tear stuff up is I've always been a creative kind of fella. You know, there's only so many ways you can bolt so many springs onto so many different things, though we try to do all kinds of different ways. But, you know, if you can turn nothing into something, I think that's pretty neat, you know, getting out there and creating and making fun stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, the metalwork side, like what kind of, what kind of jobs are you guys handling on that end? Well, you know, we make some products in house. We make inner fender landers for Jeeps. And as of now, Toyotas, third gen Toyotas, check it out for fest off offroad.com. Ooh, shameless plug. Yeah. That, there's going to be lots of those. We yeah. Love it. We love it. We love <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm here for it. Yeah. And actually we had a fellow stop by on Friday to see if it would fit on a forerunner. And interesting fact, so Toyota uses these rubber little floppy doohickeys for splash guards inside. Is that the uh, factory service manual name? Yeah, floppy doojiggies. You can check it up, alldata.com. <laughs> Not sponsored. But uh, so they use these ones. So they use them on third gen and second gen, uh, you know, trucks and the forerunners and everything else. Yep. But they're floppy so that they can fit all these different things so that they don't really fit all that well. So, interesting. you know, we make them out of metal and bend them and powder coat them and put your custom design and all that in there. But what you, do those start off at? Um, they start off as metal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, they do, but yeah, 249, you know, nice. on the website, powder coated any color you want and kind of goes up from there depending on what you want. But that's how we got started was the inner fenders. That was really the first custom product that we started doing. But now, you know, it's grown into everything. We make all kinds of stuff and not just, you know, vehicle parts. We, I just posted, uh, uh, spiral staircase that we made. That was pretty cool. Yes. So a customer took two shipping containers stacked them on top of each other, cut a hole between the two and wanted to make it into a tiny house. And it turns out you can't just get staircases like that on Amazon. What about Alibaba? Neither there nor anywhere. <laughs> Bezos can go to the moon, but he can't sell you a staircase. So we're happy. <laughs> you probably could have ordered a staircase off Alibaba and it would have already been many. Yeah, probably. Yeah, house. it would have not been a normal size. You get on wish.com and it comes out of Barbie's dream house. But <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. So we, we make some stuff like that too. Pretty much anything. If somebody asks, can you do this? Most of the time, the answer is yes. Is that because you're good or you're stupid? Both. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of both. I love a challenge. That's, you know, that's what keeps it interesting. Instead of doing the same thing all day, every single day, I I like to take on something different. And, you know, the staircase is just one example of uh, some different fun stuff. It's, you know, get in there and it doesn't exist. And when we're done, it's cool. So that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you've actually done two staircases, right? Yeah, we also did a mono beam, you know, down the middle staircase for my mono buddy Brian. Mono beam. He had his pinky up while he said that, folks. I did. I'm over here actually drinking Earl Grey. That's a frosty beverage that we're having today. <laughs> it's not frosty at all. It's a nice warm Earl Grey tea. Mint Earl Grey. Yeah, with a honey <laughs> lozenge in it. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Mm, yes. Mm. We're, we're old money. Uh, you might hear while we're recording this one, we're actually recording it from the deck of a pirate ship. <laughs> Cody is sitting in a wooden chair <laughs> that we got. Can. Yeah, that's the beer can falling over is a symbol of his alcoholism, but the old, old wooden <laughs> ship that he's sitting on is a whole different thing. So if you hear that, it's the Black Pearl. It's for Fox Sake Off Road Metalworks, not for Fox Sake Off Road Metalworks and old, old wooden chairs. We didn't make this one, so the fact that it's falling apart is not my problem 
That's above his pay grade. Budget cuts. We, you know, we could either get this fancy ring light for the Instagrams, or we could get a nice chair. And I made my decision, <laughs> and that's final. <laughs> There's no going back. No, you're full, fully committed. Fully committed. So, okay, so the shop kind of started off doing more uh, bolt-ons for the Jeeps. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, I was in a, a local off-road club here in Indy. Uh, well, up in Indy. We're south of Indianapolis now, but I was living up in India at the time, and I was in an off-road club, and it started off working on my own garbage because I couldn't afford to pay anybody else to do it. And then I learned how to do it and got halfway decent, I guess. So some of my friends had me helping them out, and then their friends, and then their friends' friends. And, you know, next thing you know, I'm starting an off-road shop in my garage during the pandemic. Great time to start a business. <laughs> Super duper, Business gang. 101. I'm going to save you guys $40,000 on a business degree. Always start in the middle of a pandemic when you're really broke and depressed. That's the perfect <laughs> time to start a successful business. I I'm, mean... I'm taking notes over here. <laughs> yeah. So you just need to kick off another global pandemic, and you'll be all right. But... That's it. That's all you need. So, you know, we were all working from home, you know, uh, the business I was in before was security. So that was still going, you know, people still need to be kept safe and everything else. But, you know, Nolan over here was staying home from school every day. School was shut down. There's nothing else to do. And he was going bonkers and losing his mind. And so was I. So we were trying to figure out how to do something creative. And actually a little shout out, Nolan, tell him where this, uh, uh, little intro sound came from. It actually came from our YouTube channel for Fox's Sake Off-Road Shenanigans, which you should go check out. <laughs> There's a couple cute old videos of Nolan, you know, from oh, 2020 that are on there. We're, yeah. we're building a go-kart, and you can actually see videos of me before I went disheveled and went for homeless <laughs> chic look and grew out the beard. <laughs> I did not recognize him. It was <laughs> actually horrifying. I look like everybody's... He Harvard. I look like everybody's dad of the Banana Republic. I mean, it is <laughs> not a good look compared to where I'm at now, but... That's hilarious. Yeah, so, you know, we got the free music, you know, open source, whatever, and we thought we'd repurpose it for this because Nolan and I had a lot of fun making those couple of videos during the pandemic and, you know, uh, not just YouTube. There's one on there where Nolan teaches you how to wash a chicken's butthole. Wait. I'm going to let that sink in for a second. <laughs> 10 out of 10, do recommend. <laughs> Here. <laughs> okay, perfect. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, sir. You are a champion. Notice that I tried really hard to say butthole and not but yeah okay 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 hang on i know it's my job to keep us on track yeah thank you see this is already me going down the wrong direction but talking about chicken buttholes (laughs) but but nolan you have three minutes starting right now give me the rundown on washing a chicken's butthole Okay, so first of all, you heat up the water to a nice medium warm temperature for a perfect chicken butthole massage spot. <laughs> then, second, you grab your little chicken, and then you check if there's any poop in the butthole. If there is, then you have to go to the sink, grab the soap, gently lather it on your hands. This is a lie. And then, and then like... Scrape it all off and then like wash it off and then send them on their merry day. Yeah, this is this episode is actually brought to you by the ASPCA. <laughs> oh my gosh. Karen for chickens buttholes. Chickenbuttholes.com. I don't know if that's a website, no, but <laughs> maybe don't go to that one. Maybe not that one, but do not go there. Also, um, we're recording in this really, really great soundproof environment right now. 
AKA my office. Because <laughs> it is a room. We're in Sean's bathroom. Yeah, we're actually in the restroom right now. <laughs> we're all sitting on a job. <laughs> What's really weird is Nolan keeps looking at you while he's warming up the water in the sink. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what his plans are for the next 15 minutes or so, but he's lathering up water in his hands and the soap. It's very uncomfortable. So. Dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's bad. Yeah, it's uh, pretty brutal. Nolan, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. What? You ready? You ready? <laughs> you, can, you can clean the Cincinnati chili up for me. Yeah. Pretty brutal. <laughs> pretty gross. <laughs> everywhere. It gets You're going to get what you paid for. <laughs> oh, my. So, okay. So, you started the business mm-hmm. in the middle of a pandemic. Yep. So you're saying 10 out of 10 would not recommend do that. That was a wild time to try to do it. It's kind of a double-edged sword, actually. Right. So it, I was fortunate that I was home much more than I normally would have been. You know, I managed well, a company, had lots of lots of people working there and everything else. So home a lot more than I normally would have been. And everybody was stuck at home. And I really thought, oh, no, nobody's going to have anything. This is going to be terrible. Well, it turns out Jeep people went crazy. I mean, really? everybody, you couldn't do anything else, but you could right. get in your Jeep, you could drive around at the parks, you could go out and get a little bit of fresh air. And yeah, okay. there was still, you know, that little bit of socializing, uh, you know, you could get in your Jeep and somebody else would be in theirs and you could drive around you places, talk over, the radio. talk over the radio and you're close to each other. So you're getting that social interaction. That's super important for everybody, but you're still social distancing. And, right. you know, we got involved. There was, uh, you know, some different Jeep groups raising money and bringing you know, pizzas and all kinds of stuff to the, you, you know, nurses and medical people. Why do we not have pizza anywhere. here? Um, Nolan, do you see what kind of establishment he's running here? This is out of control. Nolan, is pizza awesome? I said I'm the ruler of Cincinnati chili. That's not, not what I asked you, sir. Pizza. Sir, is pizza awesome? Without the pineapple. Pizza without pineapple is awesome, yes? Definitely. Then it falls within your purview of all director of all things awesome. Uh, I do not concur. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can, we're going to, you know what? We're going to set up a poll. Okay. On this podcast. Yeah, let's do that. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Absolutely. No, only with ham. Pineapple so with ham is acceptable pizza. to you. Pineapple with ham is acceptable on pizza without ham? No. So I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with you. That's the bad half of your genetics coming out saying that because Yikes. pineapple belongs on pizza, but ham does not. I don't like pineapple in general. You so. can call it Canadian bacon. You can call it ham. No matter what it is, was, it does not belong on pizza. I was going to ask, is Canadian bacon and ham the same thing? Well, I can tell you that they're both bull. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having way too much fun with the sensor button. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good addition to the pod for sure. Really good one. So, okay. My take on the, on the pineapple and pizza situation here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... I am going to have to agree with Nolan, but there's a caveat. I don't like pineapple and pizza sauce together. Pineapple, if you do either ham, but but hear me out. Ham sauce? Chicken, barbecue, and pineapple. I could get into that. That's something you can get into? I could do that. I'd give it a shot. I don't know. And there's no ham. Well, you said ham. No, no ham. Chicken? Chicken, yep. Pineapple? Yes. Barbecue. Barbecue, yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. let's get one going. I just got a coupon from Domino's. This episode is sponsored by Domino's.com. Uh, Check them out. Don't listen to it. 
Just kidding. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag please sponsor us, Domino's. (laughs) (laughs) Weekly pizzas, please. Yes, that's all we need. Yeah. So, okay. So, Jeeps are your thing. Yep. More so, right? But you work on every year make model yeah for sure truck lifted thing i mean you don't do you do work on like yeah anything and and everything so like you know i started with jeeps but that doesn't mean that's all i do or or all that i'm into you know we got all kinds of different stuff that we work on right now we're trying to get these weird toyota guys figured out but dude it's a situation and then don't even get started on the lexus guys what i'm really concerned about is the nissan fellas (laughs) (laughs) sorry fletch yeah Super cool dude, but we just got done doing a, a Titan swap on a Nissan truck. So he right now is up in, well, he should be driving home as we speak, actually, from yeah. uh, Wisconsin. Oh, he attended an event this weekend, and I haven't got a phone call that his truck broke. So that's pretty impressive. Apparently, you know what you're doing. We accidentally got this one right, guys. Nailed it. Nailed it. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Nolan with the sound effects. Nice. What a guy. Standing ovation from the crowd in the back. Right, right. So, okay. How'd they fit that many people in this restroom? (laughs) AKA AKA the restroom's closet. (laughs) We're going to need a bigger restroom. Yeah. But, okay, so what are some, at at just a high level here, right? We're going to break, we're going to, folks, we're going to break this down into future episodes. Absolutely. So at a high level here, what are some of the coolest or most miserable projects you've worked on all of them (laughs) (laughs) now i'm just kidding we i i think the coolest one that we've probably done uh on the fab side is the spiral stairs that we talked about earlier that was super cool uh it was square i mean if another shameless plug for the website it was actually not square it was circle it was both square and circle it's a geometric i'd I'd like to put in an opinion squareception okay what's your opinion i think the coolest thing we've ever done is the scrambler by far oh yeah for sure as far as builds go scrambler i agree yeah we had a full-blown dumpster fire basket case Not scrambler good. that show up it was brutal uh customer had taken it to another shop and they took it all the way apart dumped they took it all the freaking way <laughs> yeah. apart absolutely pulled it apart threw everything into buckets and boxes in the bed of the j- truck and couldn't figure out how to put it back together. Yes, literal five-gallon buckets full of scrambler parts. Yeah, absolutely terrible. And they they did replace the frame, and they did paint it, so I'll give them you know, some kudos for that. But it wasn't the right year frame. But it was the wrong year frame, which caused us all <laughs> kinds of heartache. And we're definitely doing a whole episode on the scrambler, and you can, yep. you can, you can hear about all the shenanigans. Just scroll forward yep. a couple episodes, and you'll be able to find we it. Can, we can get the whole team on. Yeah, absolutely. We'll sit down and talk about it, and I'm telling you, we're going to have to have a lot of frosty beverages because it's PTSD <laughs> it situation. It may be split up into multiple episodes because yeah. it's such a serious... It was like, I mean, how many months did that project take? I don't remember exactly, but eight, nine, ten months. It was yep. here almost a year. I mean, it was a yep. very, very long time, yep. and there, there's a reel posted, you know, on our social media of it getting loaded what's on the, the trailer. So, what's the social media? Instagram.com slash 
for fuck's sake, off-road with a whole bunch of underscores that makes it really difficult. So you can find our Instagram by going to for fuck's sake, offroad.com. It'll actually forward you to the Instagram because I had no idea what I was doing with Instagram. I'm, I'm a 350 years old and I can't keep up with those. And I, <laughs> we don't have a Tic Tacs because I just can't keep up with those. Though we have been having a lot of fun with the reels on Instagram. So good. They're so fun. Uh, yeah. You, you just posted a super cool reel today. Burning the tires off the Jeep. I mean, it was a blast. Nolan had the audacity the audacity to tell me that my Jeep, my beautiful, brand new, twenty-two-year-old Jeep that is clapped beyond belief, that was not cool. For six years. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that it wasn't cool. So you know, we watch a lot of the Motor Trend stuff. We really like you know Roadkill and all those guys, and they're always about burnouts for distance. So Duh. you just don't see a lot of Jeeps on thirty-fives with mud tires doing burnouts. So I told Nolan, grab the camera. And I'm going to show you what's up. And we roasted them. I mean, we roasted the tires off of it. Smoke rolling all the way down the driveway. It was... Can confirm. Yeah. It was an absolute blast. It was an absolute blast. Actually, I never said it wasn't cool. I just said it wasn't practical. By practical, I mean practically broken. Yeah. That's all that it is. It's brutal. Yeah. It's, you know... We'll, again, we'll have, we'll have another episode. episode about that. But, you know, it's a TJ that we built and drove all the way out to Moab from Hillbilly, Indiana. Beat the <laughs> brakes off of it. Drove it back. And I did all sorts of great maintenance when it came back. And by that, I mean, I parked it <laughs> and I hop in it every now and then. <laughs> we're, we're saying built loosely also. Yeah, it was put together. <laughs> I don't know that I would say built, but best. yeah, we'll have a whole episode on that coming up too. Oh, geez. So, okay. So you started the shop off Yep. at your house. At the house. And then uh, just a few months ago... You graduated to a uh, a big boy establishment. Yeah, we just moved into our new shop here in beautiful industrial Franklin. What's the address for the people? Five five one Amy Lane, Franklin, Indiana four six one three one dash. I have no idea. You know, that's zip code. That's as far dash. as we get. <laughs> Cheers to the beer, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God, Sean died. Well, it's just. I remember left. my first beer. It was <laughs> just now, three seconds ago. So, what are what kind of beer are we drinking? Uh, we are drinking a new Belgian Voodoo Ranger mix this time. Uh, Cody had never had the Juice Force. Oh, that one went down in like ten seconds. Yeah, if you could imagine a Capri Sun with a drinking problem. <laughs> absolutely describes the voodoo ranger can confirm yeah so it's an ipa i've got a beard i have to drink ipas i mean it's you just have to i drive a lexus so i have to drink ipas (laughs) i think that makes you drink stella actually if you drive a lexus okay maybe next week we'll get some stellas in here yeah yeah, nolan what kind of beer are you drinking over there uh Water. Uh, <laughs> mine's water too. It just has hops and some other things. It's it's the first ingredient is uh it doesn't actually have an ingredient list on it. You don't need to know. This is awkward. <laughs> I actually went to the small trashy little liquor store here in Franklin uh to get a couple beverages uh to drink and I walked in and I found these and I wanted something nice, but I also <laughs> am not an elitist. I like to have uh PBRs around and I looked around for 
seconds. I mean, I searched high and low for a matter of se- for tens of seconds and couldn't find anything. So I asked the lady working behind the counter, "Do you have any PBR?" She goes, "PBR? I got a thirty rack." So <laughs> I picked those up, That's and how you know you're in the right place. Yeah, Cody and Nolan were already here, sitting, you know, getting things started to get set up here, and I walk in carrying a thirty brick of PBRs, and that's how Cody knew it was going to be a good night. Yep, I ran immediately to the door and said, yeah. "Here, sir, let me get that for you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is, you know. First of all, I just gotta say I'm having a good old time. Yeah, it's a blasty blast. This is Nolan. Yeah, are you having a good time, buddy? Um, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't having a good time. Ooh. So. are you sure you're not just here because you got drug here? No, I wanted to do this. What a guy! Give me some knuckles. Boom. See, this is awesome. So we need a knuckles sound effect. We should just get an explosion, like a boom. Yes. No. No, no, no. That's what I'm hitting with you, buddy. Nice freaking recovery there. Yeah, it's a Christmas miracle that I was able to pull that off. <laughs> yeah, I brought it back from the freaking dead. But, okay. So, again, high level, because we're going to be jumping into this this uh, this series of pods mm-hmm, mm-hmm, soon. Mm-hmm. What kind of cool projects are you working on out in the shop right now? Right now we have, let's see, I'm trying to think what's back there. We've got all like kinds of stuff. Yeah, there's like 72 Jeeps 730. We stack them deep and sell them cheap. I don't remember what old commercial that was in Indianapolis, but there was some sort of dealership that was their, I do remember their commercial. That stack them deep and sell them cheap, but <laughs> nothing. We are, we are stacking them cheap, but we're not selling them cheap. <laughs> but we are working on, uh, right now we got a YJ back there. Uh, what year, what, for the, for the, for the normal folks on the planet. What is a wide like? What 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 year is that? Like, what's? Oh yeah, I forgot you Toyota fellas don't know about good vehicles. So, a, <laughs> oh, <laughs> a YJ. How many miles does the YJ have on it? Uh, the dash probably doesn't work. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it's a '91. This one. So. Oh, so that's. Yeah, mid '80s to mid '90s is the YJs. They're the ones a, with the square headlights. Ooh, yeah, so if you've ever seen the original Jurassic Park. Yeah, duh. That is a YJ with the square headlights on it. Okay. So that's what old fellow was driving there. So this one, the frame had been uh, attempted to be fixed a couple times, and they just did Loose a, term. Yeah. They, we got to do a whole pot on that situation, because yeah, that's a good situation. That's going to be one, too. So, yeah, they booger welded it. So we're building a whole frame. It's the long and short of it. Wow. From scratch. A whole frame. Whole frame. Tell that's, your friends. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. For Fox's sake, off-road, metal fab, and frame building. Yeah, for sure. We do it all. Everything. Everything. That's impressive. Okay. What else you got back there? Um, we got a 46 Willys that's sitting out there that <coughs> we're doing, oh, excuse me, we're doing a um, steering swap on, changing it out. It's a 1946, so we're going to go to the latest and greatest 1970s technology, <laughs> swap in a Saginaw box. Nailed it. Make it drive a whole lot better. The guy wants to be able to take his uh, grandkids to get ice cream and do parades and so have cool. it drive nice. It's a so. nice unit back there. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Somebody else had done you know, a spring over swap and some other things, but we're just going to make it drive good. And uh, Let's see. We got a CJ back there. We're doing a small block Chevy swap on, waiting on the machine shop to get that done. I still haven't heard from him, by the way. I should probably call him. Me neither. I called somebody else. He was a cool dude. I mean, anybody who has a corduroy hat is a whole situation. Yep. Yep. Seems super cool. But I probably just need to call him myself. And him. Yeah, probably for sure. That's what I'm a little bit worried about. But either way, uh, we've been through, I can't even tell you, two, three, four machine shops now trying to find somebody to redo this. Uh, you know, we, we could do motor stuff, but, you know, that's not our forte. So we, we get into some other stuff and thought it'd be easy to have somebody go through and 
you know, mill it out, get it all cleaned up, swap in a lumpy cam, make it sound cool. Uh, we're about 13 seconds from just doing it in house. Uh, because I just, I just can't keep waiting on these people that don't want to make any money. Pitter patter. Let's get at her. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, I was here. What day was I here? I don't even remember one day last week during the week. Mm -hmm. And there was a Jeep with, uh, the whole freaking interior ripped out of it. Oh yeah. That's because the fine fellas and ladies in the engineering department at Jeep decided you should need to have to pull an entire dashboard and everything Ooh. for a heater core. You got to pull the intake manifold. You got to pull the battery tray, the tip them. You got to pull the whole what? shift mechanisms, all kinds of stuff to get it in there. Now, <clears throat> if you take it to some good old boy, you know, he can yee hack it apart and pull the heater core out and... <laughs> you know, really get in there with an angle grinder. You could probably do it in an hour, but that's just not the kind of stuff we do. I got a guy that can do it for half price. Yeah, for sure. Take it to him, you know, <laughs> just get your tetanus shot. And you know, when you send your, <laughs> oh, when you send your wife's face through the dashboard because you wanted to save, you know, a little bit of money, that's fine. And if it's your own stuff, that's fine. You know, I, I've, right. Not that I've ever taken a shortcut on any of my own vehicles. <laughs> Nolan's rolling your eyes. You can't <laughs> see it right now, but yeah, uh, that was good. That, that was, was a hurtful. good one. That good. was hurtful, Nolan. <laughs> good work, Nolan. We just don't do that on other people's stuff. So No. No. Absolutely. You can definitely find somewhere cheaper to do the stuff if you if you want to take shortcuts or not do it the right way, but that's just not the way that we do things around here. Right, right. So okay. So you start off one man show uh with the with the fam. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It was, you know, working the other full-time job and I never really set out to start an off-road shop. I never thought of myself as much of a mechanic or anything else. So I was Me just, either. Yeah, the, <laughs> this, the opinion stays the same to this day, but, uh, so it was just me out there, you know, every day after work and on the weekends and, and trying to just trying to do it and make it happen. And I would make Nolan come out and that way I'd talk to somebody other than just myself sometimes. And he'd lend a, lend a helping hand when I was getting the, the things off the ground and, you know, just absolute saint keeps me grounded and make sure that I don't completely lose my mind. And when it's well gal, yeah, for sure. When we're, when it's late nights and long weeks and everything else, and I'm being a baby and throwing a little fit, she can actually keep me <laughs> pointed the right direction and, and keep things going. So yeah, it, it was just me for the first two years. Uh, we, the running joke was I had a toe strap that was tied in a circle that I called the employee of the month. Cause I was doing lift kit after <laughs> lift kit and on the Jeep, you know, you got to droop out the axle where you can't pull on the axle and push the sc spring in by yourself. Well, it's cause at this point I'd already got a lift. So that was wonderful. Saves a whole bunch of time. But so I would use the toe strap, uh, ratchet strap tied around and put my foot in it so I could pull down the axle and then put it in super hillbilly stuff in the early days. We need a button as the Guinness guy going brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> I keep saying that I'm going to print off a picture of employee of the month. And for the first, whatever, 20 consecutive months, it's going to be the toe strap. Please do that. And then, you know, we brought on Dave and Dave is awesome, has been great and, and does a top notch job. So his first two or three months, I was going to put a picture of Dave, but then I was going to go back <laughs> and make it the toe strap <laughs> for all the months after that. And, <laughs> you know, Cody, obviously, you know, he's come on board and helps out a lot. And we got Tim now another full-time guy and you know the crew's building and you know we're, we're looking at taking on some more but it, it really did start from nothing just you know it sounds cheesy but just one guy in his garage chasing a dream is you know how we got off the ground <laughs> thank you Nolan. Nolan, Nolan, that's no, awesome. no one's my cheerleader he's crushing it right yeah so 
Okay, so kind of literally, as uh, I think, I think Drake, I think our man Drake said, started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, we're one step above bottom. Yeah, it's not a whole, <laughs> it's not a whole lot more, but it is actually. You know, we're in a cool yeah. commercial space. We're doing a lot of tons, tons of fun stuff, and you have to remind yourself that every now and then because just like any other job, some days it kind of sucks. I mean, yeah. things aren't going great. Things are growing pains. I mean, that's the biggest thing now. And yep. going from one guy, the to all the tools that I had for one guy was awesome for one guy. But when there's four or five guys using all the same stuff, uh, it just wasn't keeping up. And it seemed like we were breaking stuff 15 times a day tools. Dave, not, Dave was breaking stuff. Dave, yeah. Let's be clear. It was Dave and Dave, Dave only. Everything. I'm absolutely perfect in every single way. No one doesn't believe me. <laughs> we got a running joke What's on the board out there that it's been whatever one day since we in parentheses, which usually means me broke something, but Yikes. Tim and Dave got their tools going and everything else now, which is a whole lot better. Yeah, but so proud of Dave stepping up his tool game. Yeah, he really did. I, it was impressive. He brought like 32 loads of tools here last weekend. Yeah. And grocery bags. <laughs> No. Use Tupperware containers. Cardboard boxes and crochet. <laughs> I don't know where he got it from, what old lady he robbed, but oh, man. he's brought him in. So damn it, Dave. <laughs> we'll have Dave on the future episodes. This is this is just a you know the first one, number one. We're just getting story with some backstory, but right. we uh, recorded some of Cody's podcast. Shout out to yay! So you want to be an Overlander podcast? Check it out. Sponsored by, you want to be an Overlander podcast right now. Sponsored. <laughs> so, okay, Sean. Yes. One final question. Let's wrap it up on a high note here. Okay. Okay. What is the goal with the brand for Fox sake? I think the goal is for me to get to a point where I have an office with furniture made of rich mahogany and a high back leather chair and a sphinx cat. <laughs> that I can pet and spin around whenever somebody walks in and I can laugh maniacally. Can I get a sample of the maniacal? <laughs> <laughs> That's what should have been saved as a sound, maniacal laughing. But Yeah, we can we can make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. For future episodes. Yeah. We're still working on the game. <laughs> yeah. We should have made one where it's boo. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, boo, hiss. So, you know the real goal. You know, I just like, I just like having fun. I mean, we're all hanging out. Some days suck, but some days it's just, you know, the guys were all hanging out. We're building stuff, you know, and, and I can make a living doing it. You know, we, Rad. yeah, we get to do all kinds of fun stuff and I get to take on projects. And now people are calling with, Hey, I can't find anybody else dumb enough to do this. Will you do it? And I like being that guy. That's the goal. The I want to be that guy. Absolutely. The answer is yes. Do you want to pay for it? That's the real question right. because I'm not afraid to turn anything down and I've got a mad scientist vibe going on and I really like doing that. Yep. So, you know, here in the near future, we're hoping to expand our space a little bit. We just moved in, you know, to this new space that was quadruple where we were at and I need more. I need more. We're going to need a bigger space. We're going to need a bigger space to do some more of the fab stuff. But, you know, I don't want a, a big, huge whatever. I don't have any desire to become the next four-wheel parts because, you know, that, that started off great. And in a lot of locations, it still is great. But in other ones, they've really lost touch with, you know, the, the guy and the gal that drives the vehicle. Right. You, you know, and I really like that. I like having customers in. And a, a big thing on this podcast is I'm hoping to have some customers in that we did builds for. Yes. And we can talk about, you know, what, what was that project like from their end? You know, it's, Ooh, yeah. Uh, you, you know, you, you go to other places and, you know, 
there's kind of a stigma in the off-road community of the yee boys and this and that and everything else and you know, how can it be different? You know, we're helping people build vehicles that are their basis for adventure. You know, you don't have to go, you know, do the things that I like to do and break my junk in half out in Moab. You, you know, you, you could do the overlanding, you can do wheeling, you could do mud and you could do a show. We build show Jeeps. I oh, mean, yeah. there's some of them that people listening to this podcast right now would burn my house to the ground if they saw how many disco lights we put on it. All the disco. Wait, but it was wait, cool. Whoa, 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 whoa. For the people that would burn your house to the ground. Yeah. Disco light. Can we please get a definition of that? As long as we don't have to spell it, because I'm pretty sure they can't read. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you know, any sort of blinky lights. You know, everybody's got a different opinion on them. And uh, I'm a firm believer that whatever the vehicle is, uh, I want to build it however the customer loves it. You know, yeah, it's, it's, their, it's, about. it's their dream, you know, whatever they want to do. I get people all the time send me an email or call and say, hey, I want to do this. And I'm sorry, but I know you think it's dumb, but, you know, this is what I want to do. <laughs> don't be sorry. Just because I don't want to put it on my Jeep doesn't mean that I don't want to put it on yours. Because when you love it, when you're happy, when you're smiling, that that's what it's about. You know, I, I get to do that every day. You don't think about that as some dirty, you know, off-road mechanic or something. But right. it's really about building dreams and, you know, seeing people smile and bringing a little bit of happy and positivity to the to the world. Yep. Yeah, seeing the guy that uh, what really kind of was super cool for me to be able to experience is seeing the guy's reaction when he saw the scrambler done. Oh, yeah. That was, that was years in the making for him. I mean, we had it for right. 10, you know, whatever, 10 months, but it had been somewhere else for two years before that. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. He had bought it for his wife and was going <clears> to, <throat> you know, redo it for, her and it turned into a whole production. And I, I know anybody listening that has a wife has never, ever tried something and then it gone miserably wrong and had to look <laughs> at them and explain <laughs> that they had best of intentions, but that they really everything up for, you know, their lovely wife. But, you know, it, it was cool to see that come back for him. And she was out of town. That's a whole nother episode, but yeah, she was out gonna, of town and flying gonna, back we're gonna, in. We're going to so. get into another episode on that. So, all right, Sean. Sir. I'm going to hit this button. Okay. For the outro song. Oh, we have one? Yeah. Oh, nice. It's the same as the intro oh, song. Okay. <laughs> I, was really, <laughs> I really thought our production quality went through the roof. I thought maybe we hired a couple production assistants and everything else other than just Nolan hitting the buttons. I need my mocha coffee. Your mocha frappuccino. All right. Here. We're going to freaking send her off. I'd Let's like, do it. I'd like to add one thing. Go ahead. Add it in. It's crazy. In less okay. than three months, the business will be four years old. Crazy. It's been growing with me. Crazy. To you think guys about. can't see it, but I just dropped my mic. Yeah, Absolutely. Please don't do that. This is borrowed equipment. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we borrowed it from you, so you can drop it if you want. But Nope. Don't drop yeah. it. <laughs> All right. I'm hitting the outro. Yeah. Come back. We'll give you some rocking chair vibes. Oh. Yeah. I wish you guys could have seen the pelvic thrust that was involved <laughs> to bring that to real life. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Come back. Check it out.